Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast and today I'm doing an interview with Ben Cloak about building Williams Corporation Brisbane. So this is an exciting episode, Uh, our episodes with guests have seemed to gone very very well so we've got another guest in today, we have Ben Cloak, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you Matthew. So I think, so Ben is setting up our Melbourne and our Brisbane offices and our Brisbane office in particular has been a a success Um, so far, we've had some great wins. and we're also sitting here in Brisbane. So I think what we'll do is we'll talk about, I want to structure the podcast as who you are, what Williams, so that's like your background professionally, what Williams Corporation was like when you arrived, what Williams Corporation is like now, what you've been doing as you've built these offices, and sort of lessons and advice for the listeners of the podcast, which I assume are people wanting to get ahead in business. Absolutely. So let's start with who you are. Well, I'm Ben Cloak, as introduced. <laughs> uh, I've been working with the company for, well, uh, June the 12th, 2019. Wow, so this is your fourth year? And so my fourth year, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're a bit smaller then. We had that very small office in St. Asif Street. So what? So explain that to the listener, what? Yeah, so yeah. they can visualise it. Well, when I started, we had one office. It was in St. Asaph Street in Christchurch. It was close enough to Little High Eatery that we could go and order food and take the buzzers to the office. And there were about <laughs> it's six, like a it's like a food court. Yeah, food court. There were about six chairs, uh, and most of us who were there then are still here now. You're and right. And in quite senior positions. Yeah. 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 Um, so if you can make it four years in the corporation, you're yeah. probably going to be management. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it works. Um, and we were a lot smaller then, but we're the same now, just with a lot more houses and a lot more people. Oh, you mean the culture? Culture, yeah. yeah. Culture still remains the same. So when, so how many staff roughly do you think there were when you arrived? There were less than 10. Less than 10, yeah. There so was yourself and Leah, less than 10. Catherine, uh, one accountant and a few sales staff. Scott, Stephen Pike, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so not many. Now there's 171, yeah. 172 I think I saw on the group chat, someone else got added yesterday. Um, and at that time we had two or three developments we were selling, it was yep. very exciting, uh, trying to convince people that we knew what we were doing, Yeah. because um, we did. Well we were good, bu- we were always good builders, yes. I think that... That was one attribute about the company that was from day one. Yes. Our product and our ability to build was high. Yeah. And that point of the market, we high, could take people it? to the site and say, that one there on the second floor, you can buy that one. Mm. Let's buy it today. Yeah. And it would. It was very exciting. Yeah. So tell me, before we go on to, tell me a bit about your background. Um yeah, so who you are, what what you had done in life, and sort of then we'll discuss how those skill sets became relevant in Williams Corporation. Sure. Uh, most of my career from quite young has been um, in hospitality, actually, and um, both in teaching roles at the Christchurch Polytech and also Australia and New Zealand running big nightclubs, um, high-end <laughs> hotels, uh, working in... Uh, the Blue Mountains above Australia, and in Melbourne, and in Christchurch, and in Queenstown, in Vicargo, where I started my career in hospitality. 
when you leave hospitality, because it's terrible pay. <laughs> it is terrible. For those of you who work in hospitality, I do admire you, but you know how horribly it's paid. Mm. I think a, that's a New Zealand thing, though. It's a New Zealand thing. It, Much better in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you get to a point, you go, I don't want to do hospitality. What do you do? It's people. Yeah. And you go and do sales. Yeah. That's what you do. It's extremely transferable. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a young buck can go into hospitality, yep. learn how to deal with people, learn how to deal with people well, yes. and they can transition to a sales role where, in theory, they'll make significantly more money. A lot more money, yes. Yeah, yeah. cool. Quite easy. All right. And so then, so you started in hospitality, you cut your teeth on dealing with people, um, you mastered the art of how to deal with people Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yes. You then go into sales. So tell me about your sales role and your sales progressions. Well, uh, started with, I, I answered an ad in the paper for turned out to be working for Telstra Clear at the time. I think it's been absorbed into Vodafone now. Yeah. And they just launched in New Zealand and I was on a phone team, highly trained of course, telling people how to fix their internet and yeah. fix their phone and selling them things. That was quite interesting to be like an hour and a half wait for people to get through to you, things like that. And it was quite terrible, but you learned very fast how to keep people happy and make things happen. Yeah. And a lot of your job was to fix problems and make it happen. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, also terribly paid. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, where did you start to make money in your uh, in your professional life? Uh, I went out from that and I got into uh, the insulation, solar, home efficiency, heating, yeah. heat pumps. So that healthy home, which yeah. is healthy home and also like a... Um, the home efficiency. Home price. efficiency, yeah. yeah, yeah home efficiency. Uh, through my family, I guess we've got quite a strong passion for that sort of thing. My parents live off the grid. They live... Solar power, batteries. more libertarian anti-government. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a little bit of, tiny bit of greenness, not politically, of course. Um, a little bit of how you can do things better with your house. Yeah. And because I've known you, Matthew, for a very long time. Well, I think that we need to now go off onto yes, this tangent. tangent, right. So I've known Matthew since he was little, and we can't figure out how little, but he was little enough that he didn't have facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he was quite young. Um, through family connections. We have to go into that. Family connections. Um, Matthew's family is is quite spread out. Complex. Complex, there's steps and It's like modern and family. Yes. Um, and in all essentially, I was married to his aunt for some time. Yeah, Ben was, married, ben was married to my father's wife's, wife's sister. sister. That's what it was. So yeah. Ben was my step-uncle yes. in law. Uh, Who knows? Like Ben was my uncle. Yes. We're family. Close enough. Not since, anymore. Yes. Since probably, I don't know. Uh, probably preteen. Preteens. I yeah, mean, maybe pre-teens. nine, ten years old. Yeah, like yeah. So I've watched the progression of Matthew through teenage years, things like that. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, for those of you who know Matthew, of course you'll know that was interesting. But I also watched Matthew at sort of 16, 17, 18, especially go through this process of, oh, I can build houses. Oh, I can go to the bank and get a mortgage. Oh, houses are great. Yeah. Um, and going through that process, which has always been really, really interesting going through. And always kept in touch. Yeah, um, we did. Um, no longer related through um, marriage to, to Matthew at all, haven't been for quite some time, but always kept in touch. Um, ended up doing a little bit of business with him, actually. Yeah. Did, um, when Matthew had his own little solar business going. Yep, 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 we were buying solar products from you. Yes, and yep. I think you've still got a few of those going, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so on yes. some balance sheet of some yeah. company somewhere. Um, so uh, quite successful in my career with what I was doing. Had a fairly major car accident off work for a year and a half. And the very day 
that I had my clearance from the um, medical letter, so you can return to work. Matthew had a post on Facebook looking for a sales consultant. So it was, hey Matthew, and he's like, hey Ben, see you tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah, here we are. And I yeah. think also our relationship was quite funny because you, being family, I think it's probably fair to say I'm tougher on my family. Yes, I think that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. And so you fit into the family box. So in, in Williams Corporation, as far as direct members of my family, you've got Blair, who may as well be my brother, he's not actually, but Blair, who's treated as, as mm. we're family. Um, my mother, my stepbrother, sister. my half-brother, my half-sister, you... Kerry by default. Yeah, Kerry because that's your wife. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. the point of that is members of my family, I think I'm significantly harder on than than people who aren't my family. Business-wise, um, I, yes. I hold them to a higher standard than I would hold another employee. Well, what And if, that yeah. sort of, in the early days, mm. ended up with you and I having, not spats, but like... Robust conversations. Robust conversations, which we still have to this day. Yes. Um, but I think one I've mellowed slightly and everyone around me's elevated yes to a more healthy equilibrium yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good way to put it actually yeah yeah absolutely so so now um i want to sort of discuss i i think a good topic would be what do you think would be key things you've learned at williams corporation or, or developments of skill sets or well, I think the uh, the one that we execute, well, execute, to use the word, currently is the prioritise and execute, yeah. uh, which is extremely, extremely effective here in Brisbane. Um, we arrive because we can't travel here until the 28th of February, I think, that we could return back to New Zealand. So I, I arrived on the 28th of February um, to officers and people and staff that we'd never met and had no clue what was going on, and we didn't do that all that well. No, we didn't. Because no. we weren't here. A so and we it was... It was a funny time, and also we were a lot more focused on the New Zealand yes. business yeah. because of the COVID situation. Yeah. So the Australian business was one we couldn't visit, and it was treated as the poor cousin as far Absolutely, as because yeah. all resources were diverted to New Zealand. So arriving here and discovering you know, an office that didn't even have a teaspoon in it sort of thing, which <laughs> um, is a true story, um, and then going, oh, shit. Right. Handful of neglected employees. Yeah, there's a lot to do, mm. um, and what it became abundantly clear there was more to do than that could possibly be done. So we prioritised what needed done, executed those main tasks, and uh, found some very good skilled people um, straight away. Mm. Um, a great office manager, a great designer, some good sales staff, and then filled those gaps. Yeah, and, and the gaps just yeah, kept filling. Yeah, and the gaps filled quite well. Um, and as a sales manager, having to do a bit more than just sales management when you set up the office, brought my wife Kerry with me, who set up, did a good job of setting these offices up. Yeah, it's beautiful. We're um, sitting in the Brisbane, I think I said that, we're sitting in the Brisbane office mm. now, and it's just a lovely space. Yeah. It, it only has, it's only big enough for about 12 people, but it just flows nicely. Yeah, it's got plants and things and pictures on the wall, and it's quite nice. It's, it's, it's Feels nice, homely. Yeah, it's a nice space to be. It's a Williams Corporation office. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of our... Smaller, but I think one of our nicer ones we've got. Mm, and we yeah. do a lot of business out of here. Yes, yeah, yeah. doing good business. We sell houses here. back in New Zealand. We've got our first development, 600 Browns Plains Road, which is a block of 27 townhouses about 30 minutes out of Brisbane that we're releasing this well, next week, Sunday. Fr now. Well, Sunday, Friday the 8th, yeah. Actually, by the time the listener listens to this, I think this podcast will be published on a 
Thursday. It'll be tomorrow by the time right. you listen to it. Yeah, exciting. How yeah, good? Um, well, actually, so, one of the sort of key, a key thing to ask your question is, what have we learned? Well, what have I learned, and what's a good skill set to learn is, is how to get. And this is something you do and preach: is you surround yourself by people you can trust. Yeah. You talk about that uh, that trust uh, competency matrix. Yeah. High trust is better than. Yeah, low high, trust and high competency. That's you want, the Simon Sinek. Yeah, so you want medium to high competency and high trust. Low trust just doesn't work. Yeah. So what we've done here is put people in this office that we trust mm. and know and like. Uh, and, I, I want to clarify this because this can become toxic. Mm. High trust is trust in the idea of the company yes. and doing what's right by the company. Mm. High trust isn't an individual that turns a blind eye to poor management. No. It's not tribalism. No. Right? I don't I don't want people to confuse this when we discuss high trust. High trust the if if I do something that's not right for the company, Ben will call me out. Yes. Because he has high trust to the company yes. and what is right to the company. Absolutely. Yeah, just because yeah, you know what I mean? Because people can get there's a whole part of culture which is tribal, yep. where they're loyal to an individual at the expense of the company, yep. which is wrong. Well, one of the things we are doing here, which has been really successful so far, is the client first, company close second, and yourself last, and you then become on top. First, Because yeah. it works. Yeah. It works. I like that. And what we're doing here is not rocket science. We've done it before. It is 95% the same as doing business in New Zealand. Yeah. 5% is quite different, but the 95% <laughs> is the same. Um, we've had the normal conversation here we had three, four years ago in New Zealanders, but the Australians want this, they want that, we don't know what we're doing, we don't understand the market. And we're like, yes, yes, absolutely, no, you're not right. And we're proving this already, that mm. we know what we're doing. And the market is the same as New Zealand. And the market needs smaller, affordable homes. Well-located, yes. low-maintenance. Yeah. Uh, Houses that people want to live in yep. and can afford to live in, yep. which is going really well. Uh, so that trust thing is quite so that following the company model at a sort of more micro scale in the office here is exactly what we're doing. It's worked very successfully. Yeah, uh, we've brought some good people over from New Zealand. Yeah, we have. Over. Uh, it's dropping some mix of experienced. Uh, some of the younger guys from New Zealand come over. Like want to make a make a name for themselves, and some really cool local people of all ages. Mm, and backgrounds, right. we've got young. We have got some of the younger staff from Williams Corporation. I think we have probably two or three of the oldest staff. Well, because mm. you're 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 in the next age. You're not one 52, of the young bucks. Yeah. yeah, you're the next age uh, bracket. But we've got 59, 16. I think that's about topping out. Yeah, yeah, of age groups. So we don't discriminate age. I mean, yeah. people or, will do a good or job. Sex, or or everything. Or anything. Yeah. No, do you know what we discriminate against? If you can't do the job. Yes. Meritocracy. Yes. Um, and we have got a really diverse uh, office here of accents, backgrounds, ethnicities, the whole range of the rainbow of people. We have them right across Williams Corporation um, because we honestly don't care who you are. Can you make calls and do your job and be good at it? Yeah. And have a great attitude? That's all. That's all we so, need. I want to talk about your personal success. So, yes. Williams Corporation, we're, we're essentially a big percentage of what we do is we're a sales business. Yeah. We we yes we build houses. Yes, we do all this other great stuff to the side. But it all starts with the customer and yeah. the ability to sell to that customer. Yes. Now you would be a third. Third. I'm consistently a third or fourth. Top third or fourth top yeah. salesperson. Yes. Um, and earning. Don't say the exact number, but it's quite a lot. 
Yeah, just under more than 500, less than a million. More than 500, less than 700. Yeah. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of, yeah. So and then your wife is about half that. Yeah. So the household's just under a buck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, 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 is or, quite or pleasant. It might be just on. Something yeah, close to that. It's yeah. enough that I don't know the number. Yeah. 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 So it, yeah. it makes life reasonably. Uh, I, always say, I always say the number the number for not worrying about money is $1,000 a day. Yes. You want to get to, wherever you are, mm-hmm. you want to be able to get to $1,000 a day. And, and that's slightly different for, because oh. like our Philippines office, I have no idea how to translate that into pesos. But like... It's like all the pesos. <laughs> all the pesos. <laughs> but, but like $1,000 a day, if mm-hmm. you're a, I think, it, I actually think whether you're American, whether you're a Kiwi, whether you're mm-hmm. Australian, it's all relative to your currency anyway, even though Absolutely. your currency may Absolutely. be worth more. And you have to factor in my lovely wife, who is, is, is quite enjoys spending that, spending, spending the money. But she also earns it as well, which is a great way Best to do it. Best salespeople have an expensive um, outlet. Yes. Uh, but part of our outlet is we do buy Williams Corporation's properties. You do? Yes, we've got you two do. now. Yeah. So, uh, one built, one underway, which yep. is fantastic. Uh, Actually, tell the story, because I, I reckon this is a great example you were almost a complete believer when you bought your first house, but you still had that, like, wow, I'm paying a lot of money for this house. Because yes. Williams Corporation, we are a premium product. Absolutely. Like we, yeah. we, we are a product for the masses, mm. but it's also a premium product in the same way like a Toyota Hilux is a premium product compared to a Great Wall. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, uh, we had exactly one apartment left because occasionally we don't build apartments, but occasionally we do. Yeah. Uh, we don't build there. apartments until we build apartments. Yeah. And 466 Hagley Ave. And Kira, my wife, she was um, working in a senior role at the Christchurch Hospital, which is just up the road, like a couple of minutes away. And driving past, she was sort of involved in helping and things at the time. And she said, Is there anything left? We were literally driving past. And I said, I think that one of Tuesday does have a view at the park. She said, I'm going to buy it. I'm like, and I said, okay, why? Because we'll never buy that again. And at the time, this one bedroom, 57 square metre, no car park, third yep. floor apartment in the middle of the city, yep. um, beside the tent, netball courts. Yeah, overlooking um, Park. Overlooking Park was 424000 And it seemed enormously expensive. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is expensive. And um, we had the conversation. Kerry said, well, we'll never buy this again. We'll never buy at this price again in any city in the world. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we bought it. Um, it turned out to be quite a good choice because yeah. you can't buy, you couldn't buy my garage at home for four hundred twenty-four thousand dollars these days, uh, and it's been really successful. Yeah, and, and people, so it's from an income-wise, you Airbnb it, Airbnb it, and it generates roughly thirty-five thousand a year. Yeah, um, so it's what seven eight percent return. Yeah, and that's gross, uh, net, net, not yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah, really good return. Uh, we pop, we managed ran it ourselves for a while, then it got a bit hard. But yeah. I wanted to do it so I could understand it. Yeah, and especially when I talk to clients, yeah. if they say I want an Airbnb, it's like, well, let me show what I do. Yeah, I'd not necessarily say you can or can't or should be doing one thing, yeah, but yeah. at least I can relate my experience to them. Yeah. Um, we put a good manager in who's um, a property service, Max Property, we shout out to them, um, who does a lot of Williams Corporation stuff, um, really good uh, operators, so they look after it for me, do a great job. I haven't been inside it for nine or ten months, yep. um, so I assume it's all fine. Uh, it will be fine. Uh, that's been a really, really good investment for us, and that's cool. an investment for our future, because yeah. we're, we're not any younger. Yep. So, yeah, and you're, you're seriously... In your career, you're thinking, 
what how how long how long have you given yourself to acquire your wealth required for the rest of your life? Till I'm too old to get into the office. <laughs> but but there's that, is oh, that look, 15, 10, 20, 10 years, 10, 15, 15 years, yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite it's quite finite. Yes. Yeah. Like Yeah, it's a short time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so But it's also I like that saying everyone overestimates what they can do in one year mm. and underestimates what they can do in ten years. Well the power of time and property is, is what it's about. And we yeah. look at ten years from now that whatever we do is, is going to be great. Yeah. The so part of the success I think I have is um, because I'm old enough to have stepchildren who are now currently actually one of Kerry's children has a house under contract with us right now. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. How fantastic. Um, the also, but the age group, and, and when I'm sitting with a customer my age or close to it, it's like, look, what are you doing? You know, what is your plan? Mm. Uh, you need quite a lot of money and income to retire on to be vaguely comfortable, even vaguely comfortable now. And this is now, 15 years from now, it's going to be a lot worse. Yeah, I agree. And also the younger kids, yeah. 10, 13. So how do we get them into houses without having to, you know, buy them? Yes. Yeah. How do we? How do we get them there? Uh, and the only answer is to get into the market ourselves and do what we're talking to people about. Yeah. It works for us, works for Kerry, works for the kids, and it's worked really successfully for a lot of clients that we have. Because mm. um, I've got a big pool of clients now, some wonderful people, you've met most of them. Yeah, yeah, um, and we know them. Yeah. And they come into the office, we go catch up with them, they keep in touch, we're friends on social media. Uh, some of them got invited to my wedding last year. You know? you're, you're a very good example of a a high-touch, high-relationship salesperson. Yeah. Well, like, I, I, I never I never hear you discussing, and, and there's lots of different ways to mm. sell, and I'm not saying anything's yeah. right or wrong, but I never hear you discussing statistics or percentages or yields. You no. are, I believe in property as a vehicle. Yep. Look at the track record of property. This is why this specific property fits your needs. Yes. Price point, location, desirability. Yeah. We look at this asset and we say, in 10 years from now, will this be more expensive to replace than now? Yes. We believe so. Yes. Yep. So let's just rock. But yep. you're, and, and, but also with a lot of, who are you? Tell yep. me about you. Tell me about your yep. background. Well, ideally, ideally, I don't know quite the right word to use, but when people buy a property, they're not just buying that address. They're buying their retiring at 64. They're buying their kids' first house deposit, that's what they're buying. They're buying yeah. a life. I like, I like the example, someone's not buying a drill, they're buying a hole in the wall. Yeah, it's um, the farming, when you don't sell a tractor, you sell a field full of like gently waving wheat in the breeze. Yeah. And you are. I mean, yeah. you, you, we are, everyone's dream is to own a house. Well, most people's dream, mm. except for the people who don't like you know, capitalism, houses and money, you want to be poor. We can't help them. Well, we, we actually help. can help we them. Can them. Yeah. We can help them by the pursuit of excellence yes. and showing them that their their belief system's flawed yeah. and one by one converting mm. them. And um, I do believe that it doesn't really matter where you are in life that it's a basic human right to have a roof over your head. Uh, that's I don't more... quite agree, but that's the semantics. I've become quite hard politically recently yes. just because I'm so sick of everyone with their hand out. But True. that's a whole other discussion. But I True. agree I agree with you. Yeah. But I, would, I would say it from a slightly different angle. I would say society will perform better if we get as many people as possible into good quality accommodation. Yes. And if we have people in good quality accommodation where they're not sick, mm -hmm. they're healthy, they feel involved with society, they feel connected to society, yeah. we'll get a far better outcome. And that leads us to we don't build houses, we build homes. 
Yeah. Because someone lives there. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you buy it to live in yeah. or you buy it for someone else to live in, it's still someone's home. Yeah. And that's something to keep really firmly. We're often quite a tangent here from Brisbane, by the way, but yeah, uh, no, it's good. But it relates to here as well. So the conversations my team's having this week are the same conversations that we have in New Zealand. People excited. Can we do it? What do I need to do? What are my steps? I wonder if I can afford it. Oh, how does it work? Mm. Um, oh. Can I do this? When would it be? Oh, oh, oh. And there's excitement and and that hope and dream of, of getting getting on the ladder. Yeah, that's Which is fantastic. a really nice part of our job. That's really good. And, so, sorry. I want to, because this is fundamentally a business podcast, and, yes. and I purposely made the decision to be a business podcast because it's universal. Yeah. And also, we everyone wouldn't have a hope in hell if we had a property podcast because we'd just smoke everyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he says modestly. Yes. Um, so, business, what would be, and, and you're, I, I'm, I'm really big on entrepreneurship, mm. someone that's an entrepreneur within a business. Yes. So, what would be, and, and you've achieved a lot of financial success, um, a lot of hierarchical success, you've climbed to the top of multiple hierarchies, mm. um, you, you were respected and liked amongst the team. What would be some advice? Like, you're, let's just assume someone's listening to you right now. They're a 26-year-old young guy, young girl. The young and, fellow that rang me yesterday, Samuel Fairclough, uh, who listens to this podcast. Yeah. Who's now advertising our property on his little uh, Instagram page. Yeah. Which is really awesome. You shared it yesterday, by the way. Did I? Yep. Oh, um, I think, actually, that's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not selling our property. Oh. No, he's not. He's, yeah. He just loves what we do. That's cool. Okay, and he, he is, he, he's interested. So I talked to him yesterday, and the, this is where the advice would be. How, how do people get into this? How do you make it work? Yeah. Well, you've got to be a decent human being to start with. Yeah. Sort of reasonably important. Yeah. Um, no, I say that that's a secret because I messaged that page, and I'm like, who are you? And he's I'm not telling you. <laughs> that's right so Samuel I know you're probably listening to this because um, he told me yesterday you were it's fine I think I shared I was going to share it anyway we followed your page it's called um, Development Life yeah yeah. he just loves property loves what we do that's, that's cool awesome. um, he refers to you as a goat which apparently is a good thing yeah um, greatest of all time there you go so uh, advice that on that that was such a boomer statement <laughs> learn your acronyms Ben I know <laughs> um, your uh, stepbrother uh, Henry, who works for us, refers to me as a boomer, so there you go. So, um, work hard, treat yep. people well, enable people, your clients especially, to get let them do what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. And sometimes they're not quite sure, they know they've got this big picture, but buying a house is extraordinarily complicated, stressful as hell, and everybody has, is an expert. Mm. You know, it doesn't really... Yeah, your auntie, your yeah, uncle with the it, barbecue. Yeah, I call it your cousin, the, the butcher's cousin's cat. And the butcher's cousin cat will have an opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> normally at the Christmas barbecue. Oh, no, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be like, investing in cryptocurrency. Yes. Get some Bitcoins. Yes. How's that work there for you, Matthew? Oh, real good. Yeah, awesome. Cryptocurrency is a really great way to turn um, $200,000 into $30,000. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So, but then again, so was the casino, and I treated it accordingly. True. Yeah. The, but the main things in here is treat people well, work hard, uh, follow the follow systems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Dive into that a bit deeper. Okay. So we have these really simple binary systems and roles, and there's not many of them. Like, no, we're actually quite a, a 
deregulated company. Yeah. There's some not people, a lot of regulation. Yeah, some people come in and can't cope because there's not enough boxes and lids and <laughs> there's not enough rigidity around them. They're like, what are we supposed to do? Who do I ask? Like, just go and do it. Mm. Um, we have set call patterns. You ring X people. You have X meetings. Um, you follow a base outline of how you should sell a house, and it happens. Mm. So it's not it's not a miracle. Mm. Um, we didn't invent this. Mm. It just is what sales businesses have done. And as I know, we refined we refined we refined it. Yeah, yeah. And I made this comment to you probably a year ago. We're no longer a builder. We're a sales company who builds houses. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we've turned into. Quite, yeah. quite and it's because we're lucky that we can be a sales company that builds houses because mm. we're such a good builder. Yes. So it's yeah. it's a part of the business it that is. doesn't. For someone, I always chuckle when people try to copy us because they just get their teeth kicked in building houses. Yeah, it's a funny part of the industry. We, but we are we are good builders. So, but sorry, yeah. carry on, carry on. Well, most of I think is what we do one thing really well. We build townhouses. Yeah. Occasionally, we might build the old apartment or a small shop, or, spot, or but yeah. it's pretty rare. And we do that one thing, mm. and that's all we do. Mm. And we get asked to do other things all the time. Yeah. And we could tell a new person who's in the company because they go, oh, we should be doing, it's always the same five things. We go, absolutely, what a wonderful idea, no. <laughs> um, because this is what we do. Yeah. Okay. We don't build house and land packages. Yeah. We don't build apartment uh, towers. We don't build hospitals. Except for when we do. Except for when we do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but generally, 95% of businesses yeah, are doing the same thing. It's selling one, two, and some three-bedroom houses, uh, townhouses, homes for people in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. And we follow that process, and as we bring people in, people, not everyone works out in this industry, um, but people don't work out in all industries. And also though, very rarely do we have someone with that believes in the company mm. and works hard not work out. Yeah. I, I can't think of one. Yes. If someone didn't work out, it's for one of those two reasons. They didn't believe in the company. When I say company, I actually mean product. Product mainly. Um, they don't believe in the product. Or themselves. Or themselves. Yeah. And when I say themselves, I would almost say work ethic though. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, you, there's no screen to see me, but I'm pointing with my fingers in each temple. It's all between the inside of your skull. It's, yeah. it's between your ears is, is what happens. And what you do is dictated by what you think, how you live your life, and what you want to do to succeed. Mm. And you either want to mm. or you don't. If you don't want to... Well, cool. No one has to. Yeah, you know, I agree. Fine. I mean, and um, I, I completely respect yeah. someone who's a butcher in their local town. Absolutely. Takes, coaches the kids' rugby team. How cool. Bees them. Yes. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, but Williams Court, we don't actually accept contentment. No, there's always going to be that better, 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 and more. Yeah. And there's a limit to You more. can be con. Uh, yeah, no, we don't. There's why well, you run out of 24 hours a day. There's a, you run out yeah. of a day. Um, but we are sitting here in Brisbane at roughly lunchtime on a Sunday. Lunchtime on a Sunday, it yeah. is. And we were here about 9, 9.30, because yeah. it's what we do. I was here at 9. Oh, well, I was here you at 9.30. You weren't here, slack. I know, I know. sorry, underachievers. So we'll be hitting, this this week, and as far as proper hours working, I reckon I'll demo, I reckon I'll demo a proper 70 hours this week. Yeah, 60 to 70 hours, I think, is pretty normal. Probably not 70. Yeah. So 60 to 70, yeah. Yeah. I reckon I'd demo, yeah, proper. Mm. I reckon I've done at least 8 to 10 hours every day. Yeah, in the office. And the thing is, it's in the office. In the office. And then we, we leave the office and we go to dinner together. Yeah. And it's like, what do we need to do better? Yes. Um, and I actually have to keep it, when you're working with a team, you, you can't work from home. 
It doesn't work. Oh, my God. Thank um, you. There's been an example, example today, and I can't remember what it was. No, but it was about Hebel cleaning. It was but anyway, about that's Australia, and But the fact that conversation would have never happened if we weren't in the office. Yeah. It was this great, oh, we should be doing this because someone said something. Uh, if you're not in the office, you can't, you're never going to be very successful. You don't build the culture, you don't get the mess yeah. of knowledge. Yeah. This is a whole podcast. Come to the office. Yes. In the office, I mean, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, maybe it's just you. Maybe it's just you, when you started, you were very few in Blair, but mm. you had an office. We did. Yeah. And it was the garage. Yes. But we still walked out of the rooms. Yeah. Into the, the garage. Yes. Right. It was both of us yep. sat together looking at each other. Yeah. Right. How are we going to do this? Because um, you've got to have someone to work. And it, you, I, I don't believe 100%, 1000% believe you cannot sit at home and work to your best abilities. You can do it. But you've got to be here with your people. Right, I'm going to call you out for the pursuit of excellence. It is the 3rd of July today. You are going to... I want you to give me, as Senior Manager of Williams Corporation, if I was to do a podcast with you six months from now and 12 months from now, Yep. where will the businesses you run be? And yes. when I say businesses, I mean Williams Corp businesses. Yes. And where will you be personally? And actually, just as I was asking that question... Now the two of the team came in, bit slack, 12 o'clock. Yes. So we now got... Six people here working. Six people here working. Mm. This, your credit where credit's due, your team, your culture mm. is exceptional. Well, but so... Yes, right. Do you want to do six months or just a year? No, this, oh, no just a year. A year? Easy. Okay, 12 months from now, where will the businesses you be for running for Williams Court be? Okay, so obviously it's Melbourne and Brisbane. Uh, we're sitting in Brisbane, so let's talk about that first. We have uh, an effective, fully functioning office. Uh, our first sales release next Friday. Couple of wee fingers and toes crossed on that, but we <laughs> should be 95%. Um, uh, the person who's doing the last little thing is, I know is working today. He um, is, and our lawyer a, Jackson. He is, our lawyer is working today, send the emails. So we will have an office 12 months from now with a work in progress, this is in our plan. Uh, delivering approximately 300 homes in that year that it falls on. Yeah. Uh, we need to be selling approximately 450 to 500 homes in this, this year, this 12 months is going to fall on. Yeah. And we are actively looking for the lease for our next office in Brisbane, be it yeah. North, South, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. Gold Coast <laughs> is what we all want. Um, we, Matthew and I need to discuss this more. Um, but yeah. what we want to do is then replicate this office yeah. and do it again. And then we're going to keep doing that. We want to do that about five times over the next five years. Yeah, that is quite a big challenge. And when you when you say replicate office, you don't mean this office. You mean the Christchurch office. I mean the Christchurch office. Yeah, yeah. the ideal Williams Corp structure. Yeah, the yeah. ideal what structure. So so you so one year you'll build our ideal Williams Corporation structure, which is documented in our hundred year plan. Yes, um, and you'll build that in in. Brisbane and, and, and Melbourne as Melbourne. well. So the same but thing. But Melbourne's Melbourne. about three months behind. Melbourne will be three months behind with that. Uh, where the challenge we've hit with this, obviously, is just not enough people. But hopefully, I'm flying to Cebu to do the official yes. opening of the office. You actually yep. came with me yes. to find that office. Yes, that um, will solve a lot of problems for us. Hopefully, because we we are struggling with human capital yes. to do everything. So um, the sorry to answer your question. So the Melbourne thing, the same. So in uh, a year from now, we are the same. Should need to be the same position. We've got a fully functioning office at the Christchurch office, which has uh, national heads, 
We have regional heads, department heads, fully staffed, a really effective, well-trained sales team with lots of stock to sell. Yeah. And we're actively looking to open our second office in each of these cities. Yeah. Uh, well, the greater regions. Remember, of course, Melbourne has pushing six million people in the greater region. Mm. And here, Canada, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, it's something like 3.2 million people. Spoken. With unlimited But well. Brisbane's 1.6 million. Yeah. So um, we could easily put easily. two or three of our Williams Corp. Yes. Considering the, the ideal Williams Corp structure is really set up to service about 500,000. Yes. Which is Christchurch. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we, that office can build three to 500 houses a year yeah. easy. Yeah. Eyes closed. Just make it happen. Yeah. And that's what we want here. Mm. So the, the 12 months from now, and it depends where our effective, in my head, our effective start date was the 28th of February because that's the day I landed here. Yeah, okay. I would call it the day I landed here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is, <laughs> no, I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> so um, the reason Brisbane is slightly more advanced than Melbourne is Matthew missed his flight to Melbourne. <laughs> And he rang and said, I'm on the next flight. Yeah. And I, I said, had okay, cool. I said, okay, great. Because I'm in Melbourne waiting for him. And he said, anyway, it's to Brisbane. I'm like, okay. So we're going to play come to Brisbane. And we just did it. We have fallen in love with the city, though. We love Brisbane. So to it's the really Melbourne good. team listening, sorry, but we love the city. Yes. Um, the one of the Melbourne team is sitting in the office. Yeah, he just now. flew up. <laughs> just flew up. Because <laughs> I'm <actually>. coming. <laughs> um, the, Melbourne, the Melbourne office, is the prioritised execute is. Uh, we have a release next Friday. It just needs done. Yeah. And as soon we've as we've got another done, site that's in the machine, yeah, we've got machine. another three. We're going to try by yeah, early week. next week. Uh, um, next, or yeah, so. well, this week basically. Yeah. yeah well, con- contract this week. Yeah. Uh, we have sites going through our machine to look at for Melbourne, and ideally, we want to get one or two of those contracted this week. And then Melbourne will catch up quite quickly because we've done, we've worked out what to do. Yeah. Okay. So now we need to replicate Brisbane. And, and we also have that first site, it's very progressed. So I think we could be starting in two months. We could be quite quickly. Yeah. Yes. Um, we just, we've just got to make sure the numbers work, like, yeah. like always. If the numbers don't work, we don't No, no, I mean, I mean Browns Plains Road, the one with Oh, Browns Plains Road, yeah. that's, that's going to be progressing very quickly. Yeah. Yes, so, that's awesome. So um, when, when, I actually can't remember so when if we're, we're doing supposed this to be in, doing keys to customers on that. Anyway, so, so 12 times. months from now, we are sitting here talking about what we're doing this conversation, we'll do one or twelve months from now, yeah. is about how we're setting up the second office in each city yeah. and what we've done, what we've done. And that. and we have an office with a work in progress between three to five hundred houses in each city, in each city. Yes. and staffing adequately as yes. expected, and sales of at least seventy percent of released work in progress yeah. as per our yes. internal governance. Yeah. And that's going to involve uh, a lot of people, a lot of hard work, and a lot of new people coming into the business. Mm. So. Um, I know a lot of people listen to this, so <laughs> we need some people. Uh, we need uh, a QS in Melbourne. We need marketing manager. We need some more client consultants. We need yeah, we, we need really good people we uh, need on, so on the ground. People. And good people, obviously, if you don't want to be a quantity survey, you need to be qualified to have experience. Yeah. Sales consultant, not so much. Yeah. Um, we've you got, look at our top 10 sales consultants, there's uh, nothing that matches. No, what about all different ages, all different ethnic backgrounds. Uh, Stacey, one of my Melbourne consultants, who just arrived back in uh, Melbourne yesterday, uh, number two in the company last year, she was a client. Yeah. She was a, a part-time beautician in her own house. Okay, And ended up as our second top performer. Yeah, uh, Her husband's now actually sitting in the next room, now yeah. works for us. Uh, my wife, Kerry, she was um, quite a senior um, uh, nurse manager at the Christchurch Hospital. And a year ago, it's like, just doesn't work. I'm going to come work for you guys. And we like to think that you like to think you offer a job, but she just decided she was going to work for us. Um, 
And she's, she has that personality. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's would be in our top twenty five percent, top top thirty yeah. percent of her performance. Has no experience, no background in it, but can come and do it because she has an attitude for it. Uh, Brendan believes there, in the product, believes in the, the product, company. owns it, does it. Yeah. Uh, our entire family loves the product. Um, right down to the wee boys. The wee boy Elston, who's ten, uh, has a job off when he's eighteen to come work for Matthew. Yeah. They believe in what we do. Yeah. You know. Um, some of the more successful consultants, uh, some of them, not all of them, but quite a few of them, either have a, a partner or wife or husband either working in the business or backing them up. Very committed like right to behind the business. Them. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right on their left or right side. One of the phrases, right there making sure they can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. and, and helping in all sorts of ways. <laughs> With the exception of Stephen Pike, who's just... Uh, Legend. Yes, yeah, he can do it all by himself. Can't we? <laughs> he can carry the world. <laughs> yes, he, the world on his little shoulders. Um, but this here is done by hardworking people. Wait, you and I, we're uh, me a little first, bit just of, sitting here doing it. We're a little bit of a blunt object. We just arrive and push and push and push. Yes, because um, I arrived and I rang Matthew and said, this office is terrible. It is so bad. I'm so unhappy with this. So then we got some pictures up in the walls, and we put some plants, and we felt a bit happier. But then we put some people in. Yeah. Put some more pictures that up. That was what happened. We put some people in, and we were like, oh, this is better. And you arrived, you went, it's not that bad. And now it's like, oh, how cool is this office? Yeah. It's full of but it's the people. people. It's the people. Yeah. Or it's like I'm going to dinner with our head Australian architect, Adam, and his partner, Smite. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and that is not because... I feel a duty to woo him and his partner is because I really like him. Like, yes. he's a good guy. Yes. Um, and I'm taking... Uh, Obviously, I, I don't know his partner very well, so yeah. um, that's that's why I didn't make comment there. I met her, but... Lace. Lace. Yep, she came to our function the other night. Yeah, oh, I, uh, I did the yes. pleasantries, but I haven't spoken to her, so... Um, I'm taking some of the young guys out tonight um, for tacos and beer. Yeah, so good. Uh, why not? Because um, they're, they're actually good people to spend time Except with. Except, Chelsea, if you're listening, I'm doing Dry July. Wow. Hopefully. I'm intending to do Dry July, and there's no zeros in the fridge, so I'm very grumpy at you. Yes, the, the zeros are Matthew's Heineken zeros, which is, gets him through the day. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, in Australia, we drink those, um, ca- ca- starts with C. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. It, doesn't, it actually doesn't matter. Right. Three yes. questions to end the podcast. Okay. One, how do people find you personally? What's your social media of choice? How do people follow you? Uh, Instagram is Ben underscore cloaks, C-L-O-A-K-E on the end. Cool. Um, or you could go to the Williams Corporation website. That's my second question. Yes. How do people find you professionally? Yeah, Williams Corporation website. Uh, sort by staff. Um, you will find that I am the website as the sales manager for Brisbane and Melbourne. Easy to find. My name number is underneath it. Cool. Now, third question. What would be your closing advice to the listener? Anything of your choosing. Figure out what the point is. Yeah, big picture. What the point is. What what is? What, are you doing it because you want to be on Instagram waving your money around and having fancy holidays? Cool, whatever. Or you're trying to secure a life for your children? Are you trying to make uh, your old age better for you? What is the point? The why. Figure out what the why is and everything else is easy after that. Cool. Just do the why. Thank you very much, Ben. You're a legend. Uh, to the listener, we don't run ads. We do this to add value to you. We do have one fee. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with one like-minded friend. We appreciate you. You're a legend. Thanks very much. <laughs>